Yeah, welcome everybody here to the Cliff Notes Podcast. I am your host, Clifton Groups. This is a special weekend edition of the podcast. We had a pretty busy day today. I actually had a pretty busy day in the morning. I went to um, two basketball games. We kicked off um, big school districts today. I first went to um, Lafayette High School where we had Class 4, District 16. The three-seeded Lafayette Lady Fighting Irish took on the six-seeded Savannah Savages. Lafayette was able to pick up the victory in that one. 50-24 to 24 was the final score. In the first quarter, it was very, very back and forth. Lafayette was able to get a 13-12 to 12 lead at the end of one quarter. In the second quarter, the Irish were able to extend the lead to six as Savannah only mustered four second-quarter points as Lafayette took a 26-16 lead at the half. In the third, Savannah would only muster two points. Lafayette was able to extend their third quarter lead 36-20 at the end of three. And then in the fourth, only two more points from Savannah as Lafayette would go on to beat the Savages. 51-24 was the final score. Savannah, they scored 12 points in the first quarter. They had 12 points the last three quarters. Irish were led in scoring by Tia Nance with 12 points off the bench. Also, Jaslyn King also had 12 points. Modesta Will hasn't chipped in with 9 for Savannah. Olivia Stites was their leading scorer. She had 17. That was a game high. We do have a little bit of post-game from this matchup as we heard from Lady Fighting Irish coach Brad Spinner. Here's my interview with Coach right now. We are here on the Cliff Notes Podcast for the first round of Class 4 District 16 girls where the Lafayette Lady Fighting Irish defeated the Savannah girls. 51-24 to 24 was the final score. We are here with Lady Irish coach Brad Spinner. Um, survive in advance, coach. Um, yeah. Talk about your, just your thoughts on the game. Well, we, we started out sluggish, started a little slow, um, and then re- they scored 12 points in that first quarter, and they scored 12 points the rest of the game after that. And so we really um, focused on the defensive side of the ball, uh, more energy, we're up, we're up at pressuring the ball, up in the gaps, really making things difficult for them to get into any kind of offensive set. And that was our key to, key to success. And T and Nance coming off the bench really sparked that. Sparked that. Yeah, how do you, with this, um, it seems like you guys have a lot of a lot of girls that can score, whether it's Tia or whether it's um, Jaslyn or um, Talicia. Um, just talk about really the balance of this basketball team. That's one of the things that, um, yeah, Talicia has kind of been our focal point of our offense as far as going to get points. She's averaging the most on the team. But on any given night, we've had, I haven't, I haven't actually looked, went back and looked to see how many different leading scorers we've had. But I would have to say it's, it's four or five at least. I know Jazz has led us in scoring. I know Darcy's led us in scoring. I know Mo and T, of course, and Honor and Tia. I think at least six of us, six different players have led us in scoring at some point during the season. And when you have that, it's hard to, it's hard to game plan when you have that many kids who can score the basketball. And, I, and what we've been doing here lately that I've been really impressed with is our willingness to share the basketball. We, we, have, we went through a stretch there where we weren't very willing to share the basketball. We were looking for our own points and being a little selfish at times. But now that here recently, the last two or three games, we've really done a good job of, of, of being a willing passers and, and, and setting each other up and celebrating other people scoring. And, and on top of that, celebrating the pass that leads to a score. Um, and that's, that's changed the way we've played here recently. Our rematch with Chillicothe looms on a Monday night at Benton. Um, talk about what you want to carry over from today's game and what do you want to improve on from the last matchup? 
Well, from the last matchup, everything. That was terrible. That was, I was just talking to uh, the, other, uh, the other guy, and he said that, and he asked the same, same similar question. And the last time we played him, it was the, the last game of a three-game stretch against Benton, LeBlanc, Chile in, a, in the span of a week. And that's a murderer's row of, of teams you have, to, you have to go through, but that is what the MEC is. And so you're going to have to find some way to compete. And that night, we did not compete. And so I think going into uh, Monday's matchup against Chillicothe, it's going to be more of a clean slate, start over, kind of scratch, go back to scratch, and, and obviously take what we did wrong against Chillicothe and, and kind of what their tendencies were and actually and, and know what those were and, and try to uh, game plan for that. But more importantly, just, hey, yeah, girls, we weren't, we weren't playing the way we were, play, we were playing now back then. And so um, it's going to be more of a uh, fresh start. And we weren't, we're not the same team as we were two weeks ago when we played them the first time. Well, Coach, um, congratulations on the Appreciate victory. Survive in advance to the next round. And um, good luck to you guys on Monday against Shola Coffee. Great. Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. That was Lafayette Lady Irish Coach Brad Spinner on that interview. Irish will advance on to um, Monday's Class 4 District 16 girls semifinal. They will take on two-seated Chillicothe on Monday night. The second game I was able to go to today was at the Coliseum as the number two-seated Central Indians kicked off Class 6 District 8 play against seven-seated North Kansas City in the first quarter. This was a very, very nip-and-tuck ball game from the beginning of the quarter to the middle. But then we started getting towards the end. Central was able to pull away to take a nine-point lead at the end of one at the score of 15-6. to six. In the second quarter, North Kansas City would score one more point than Central, and they would cut the Indians' lead to eight as the Indians led 21-13 to 13 at the half. In the third... A third quarter basket, the first basket from Central and the third quarter by Ella Moody resulted in her becoming Central's all-time leading scorer. We will have more on Ella here in just a few minutes, but the Indians were started extending their lead more and more as the game went on as Central was able to take a 13-point lead, 31-18 at the end of three. And the fourth, Central was able to come out with a 48 to 26 victory over North Kansas City. They will advance on Monday night to take on the three-seeded Park Hill South Panthers. They actually split the two meetings, the Indians losing the first game in Riverside. And then I covered the game a couple weeks ago when Park Hill South came to St. Joe, which the Indians won. So it'll be interesting to see who will win that rubber match Monday night at Park Hill. We have a couple of pieces of post game from this one also, and we're going to kick that off with a media scrum with Central Indian head coach Roger Smith. What's your takeaways from uh, from the game today? Kind of what was the what was the uh, positives for you guys? Um, I liked our energy. I mean, I like I like the way we defended. I mean, that's that's been our staple for all year. Uh, I thought we did a, a good job, uh, really for the whole game defensively. I mean, offensively we're just still in a, we're not in a groove. We've just been struggling to to see the right looks and, and to just to knock shots down. We had a lot of easy looks. Especially the first half, we had a ton of layups. I mean, we probably had six or eight layups in the first half. We just missed point blank and just got to put those in. But, you know, when you defend the way we're defending, you, you do get out, get your easy buckets, uh, you know, and good stuff happens for us then. And, you know, it just makes life a whole lot easier if you can get a few easy ones like that. So, you know, I, I, I like the energy. I like the energy a lot. I like the look of the kids. Um, I, I really feel like they're locked in. They know what they want to do. 
they're really focused, uh, and it's it's making it exciting. It really is. I'm, I'm I just like to look in their eye, and it's just okay. No matter what, somehow, some way, it ain't gotta be pretty, but we're gonna get it done. And uh, that's that's fun to coach. It's a lot of fun to be around those kids. Uh, obviously, Ella um, getting the, the record. Uh, just what does she mean to this program? Just what what can you say about her? Uh, I, you know, she's she's a great kid. You know, I mean, and I think that's the thing that's. You know, get, getting records and stuff is awesome, but when, when you see who these kids are as people, I mean, she's she's one of the first ones to gym, one of the last ones to leave, and she's your, your workhorse kid that's going to do everything she's got to do. She's here late every day, uh, but more than that, she's also the first one to step out and help our young ones. She's the first one of the first ones to step out and encourage people. Uh, you know, it's 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 fun. You know, our focus all year has been talking about serving each other and being grateful. And she's one of the ones that's led that for us. You know, and it's it's just a lot of fun to to see kids like that have success. You know, when when kids put put it all out there and they work their butts off, she she deserves the things she gets. I mean, she really does. I mean, I I I've not coached a kid that's worked harder than she does. I mean, she works her tail off. I mean, on a daily basis, she works her tail off, and you know, it just makes it makes makes it fun to be around her. Makes it fun to coach. And you know, I, I, we're only going to have one award this year at at our uh, uh, basketball banquet, and it's going to be best teammate award. And if she she'll be right there, have a chance to win it. I mean, because because that's who she is. I mean, she she could have got the scoring record probably. A couple of games ago, but she's passing the ball off. She's making the right reads. She's doing the right things, you know. And you know, I, I think now that it's over, I think maybe she'll relax a little bit, and maybe maybe the ball start going a little bit more too. Uh, I told her after the game, I'm like, okay, that's over with. Now let's go. Because I, I just think she's ready to go. I mean, but I think our whole team is. So, but I'm excited for. Her. It's just neat. It's neat to see kids get to to see their name up. You know, they're gonna have a poster up, they have a banner up, all that stuff, and get to see that up there. It's it's just neat, and know that it's gonna be in a record book for a while, and you know, hopefully for a long time. And you know, it she, nobody deserves it more than she does. What's it gonna take next week uh, to come away with? Uh, with I know you want to come away with more than two wins, but starting with uh, with two more. Uh, we put on the board down there today. It's step one. You know, there's six steps to get it done, and step one was today. Step two is on Monday, and you know, we're excited for it. You know, I mean. It, we're not shying away from anybody, you know. I, I I like our team. I like I said, I like our mentality right now. I really do. I like how like how locked in we are, and it, it you know, I, I we're ready. You know, we'll see what happens. But but I, I I'm I'm glad I got the team I got going into these two games because I think they're going to fight and they're going to do everything they can do to possibly win it. And I want to do everything I can do to help them, and we'll see if we can get it done. Thank you, coach. Cool. No problem, man. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. That was Central Lady Indian Coach Roger Smith. Now, I did mention earlier when we recapped the um, game that Ella Moody, the first Central basket in the third quarter, a two-point basket by Moody. That basket would pass Monique Lucas for her to become the all-time leading scorer in Central Lady in Indian history. Moody, with today's game, has 1,427 points and her Central Indian career. Congratulations, Ella, on a such a tremendous feat. And your Indians moved on in district play. Now, myself and Brandon Zinner and everybody got to um, hear from Ella and a little bit of a media scrub. Also, here are words from the Central Lady Indian all-time leading scorer. 
I guess just starting off, obviously, it's probably uh, something you've been aware of for a couple of games, but I guess uh, just how to feel to, to, to break this record and then now also for it to be done with. Yeah, um, I didn't go into the game, like, making it, like, making me play any harder or any worse, but I wanted, obviously I wanted to get it, and I, I was going in focusing on winning the game. It's every step is one step at a time now until we get to state, so I was focusing on winning this game, so... I think we came out hard. We all played as a team, and so I thought we all had a great team effort tonight. Being able to, to stop and say, okay, that's done. Now we can move yeah. on, and then now it's basketball the rest of the way. Is that, is that nice? Is that relieving? Yeah, it's, a, it's relieving. Now you don't no stress. Like You don't have to like worry about anything now. It's just worry about winning the game, so it's, it's, it's nice. It's relief. Yeah, just if you could have gone back like as a freshman and told told your freshman self like you know in four years you're gonna have the all time scoring record at Central, just you know what what do you think you would have thought at that moment? Well, actually, my freshman year, my coach walked me through the building. He said, "Your name can be up here. Your name can be up here." He he let me know that I was capable of all these things, and I feel like at that time I I knew that I had coaches pushing me all throughout my career, and it's 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 really nice to have like that sports system. Every single coach I've had has supported me, so I think that's really nice. And what I mean to see the students that have your, and obviously they have your face cut out every day, and then uh, they they had a little a little poster board yeah. on the track and going, just uh, having the support from your students is what they. It's really nice. I feel like we've had the great, a great student section. We had a great one today. They all came out in their construction. <laughs> that was nice, and they they're all really they're really supportive. They they want the best for all of us, so I think that's really nice. What's it going to take to go down to Kansas City next week and, and come away with? Uh, obviously, you've got to start with one win, but to, to leave there with a, with a trophy on Thursday. Um, we just got to focus up and practice. we got to practice tomorrow really hard and go through our stuff and know what we're doing, and then I think we'll be ready for how, next week. How much do you like where this team is at right now? What? How much do you like where your team is at right now? I like where we're at right now. We're looking good. Congratulations. Thank you. Congrats. That was Central Senior Ella Moody. Congratulations, Ella, once again on this tremendous honor. Let's go through some district scores from today. We're going to start with Class 6, District 8. On the boys' side, the Central Boys see their season come to an end at the hands of the number one ranked team in the district and the number one ranked team in Class 6, the Staley Falcons. Staley beat Central 66-48 was the final score in that one. Class 4, District 16 girls, Maryville girls defeat Cameron 45-32. They will advance on to meet Benton Monday night at Benton. Class 4, District 16 boys, two finals here. Maryville beats Cameron in the 4-5 matchup 62 to 46, and then Chillicothe, the three seed over six seed of Savannah, 57 to 45. Maryville will face Lafayette. Chillicothe will face Benton. Both of those games will take place Tuesday night at Benton High School. One small class district championship game to report on. Three seed of Gallatin wins class two district 15. They also host a class two district 15. They defeat the district's number one seed, West Platte, 65 to 49. And here is the sectional schedule here so far. For next week on Tuesday, Class 1 sectionals at the Civic Arena. St. Joe Christian girls will take on Platte Valley at 6.30 p.m. And then the Stanberry boys will meet Mount City at 8.15 p.m. Again, both of those matchups are at St. Joe Civic Arena on Tuesday. Class 2 sectionals, Bishop LeBlanc girls and boys will be playing their sectionals at Staley High School in Kansas City on Wednesday, the girls will take on Polo at 6 o'clock. And then right after at 7.45, the boys will take on Gallatin, who just won their district this afternoon. 
Class 3 sectionals, those will take place at Truman State in Kirksville. The East Buchanan girls will take on Milan. That start time is 6 o'clock. And then the Midbuck boys will have a 7.45 start time against Milan. Those games are also Wednesday. On Class 4 District 16 on Monday, the Benton girls, the number one seed in the district, will take on Maryville. That game is at 5.30. And then the two-seeded Chillicothe Hornets will take on the three-seeded Lafayette fight, Lady Fighting Irish. That game is also Monday with a start time of 7 o'clock. Also on Monday, Class 6 District 8 semifinals. These will take place at Park Hill. As the number two-seeded um, Central Indian girls will take on three-seeded Park Hill South. Both teams split the meetings on their home floors. So it's going to be real interesting to see who comes out on top. On a neutral site. The winner of that game will play the winner of Staley or Park Hill for a district championship. The Falcons of Staley are the number one seed in that district on the girls' side. On Tuesday for the boys, Class 4, District 16, the number one seed of Lafayette Fighting Irish will take on Maryville. That game will be at 5.30. And then after that will be the two-seeded Benton Cardinals, who are the hosts. And they will take on the three-seeded Chillicothe with a tip-off time of 7 o'clock on Tuesday. That is our district and sectional playoff schedule as we know it. So far as we get through next week, we will know more of the playoff schedule. We will announce that here on the post shows throughout the week. And the MIAA, Fort Hayes State women wrapped up an MIAA title, a share of it, with a 69-47 victory over Northwest and Maryville. The Bearcats were led by Molly Hartnett with 14 points. Peyton Kelderman also, Peyton Kelderman also chipped in 12 for the Northwest women. The Bearcats will play in the MIAA tournament next week on Thursday at 2.15. They will play the three-seeded Nebraska Carney Lopers. The Missouri Western women, they earned the fifth seed in the MIAA tournament and will take on the fourth-seeded Central Missouri Jennies. The Griffins swept the season series with both games going to overtime. Missouri Southern with the number one seed in the district in the um in the MIAA tournament, Fort Hayes is the two seed. Southern beat Hayes earlier this year to to get that tiebreaker for the number one seed. On the mid side, Northwest honored Trevor Hudgens and Diego Bernard on senior day today, and the Bearcats were able to come out with their ninth straight MIAA championship with a 57-49 victory over Fort Hayes State. Bernard led the team with 15 points. Trevor added 15, and then Luke Waters also, Waters also added 15. They will they earned the two seed in the MIAA tournament and will play the winner of Missouri Western and Roger State. That is the 7-10 matchup. Western and Roger State will tip off at 8-15 on Wednesday, and then the winner of that game will face Northwest with a tip-off time at 8-15 on Thursday night. UCO is the number one seed on the men's side. They beat Northwest on January the 20th to earn that number one seed. That will do it for our post-game show tonight. You can catch me all week long. I will be all over the place from Bitten to Staley to the MIAA tournament to who knows after that. If you see me out, say hey. I want to thank all the listeners. I want to thank all the supporters. I want to thank Lafayette um, Lady Irish Coach Brad Spitter, Central Lady Indian Coach Roger Smith, and Central Senior Ella Moody for your interviews today. Thank you guys all so much. Good luck to you guys the rest of the way. And until Monday night, take care, everybody.